welcome into Pod with Brandon, Chris, and now finally our third member of the pod, Jordan Castle. Better welcome, late than Jordan. never, baby. What yeah, that's right. What it do. Jordan, you have had a crazy couple weeks in the, in the indie wrestling business, but we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. Today, we're going to talk about Double or Nothing. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff wrestling, um, but I guess... I guess we could just start with Jordan. Uh, Jordan, like last couple of weeks, bro, you've been traveling all up in the uh, Pacific Northwest, uh, basically all over the West Coast. Like, just talk, man. Tell us how it was. Tell us your favorite matches. Like, how how was it, man? Oh man, I mean, it's been it's been nuts. Within a two weeks span, went from L had did shows specifically in Los Angeles, Las Vegas, uh, Portland, Oregon, and now back here in, in the East Coast in, in Massachusetts. So it's been a fucking crazy, crazy whirlwind of a few weeks, but just nice. like so, so just kick ass and special and affirming of, 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 of the journey we're on right now. And it's just, it's been great. I can't say enough, enough good things about the fun that was had and the quality really of the, the wrestling from top to bottom. It's been a, it's been a good time, boys. Hell yeah, dude. Favorite match from the last couple of weeks, Jordan. Can you name Fuck. one? I'll go, I'll go show by show. All right. Just to, okay, just, okay. I don't right. know if I can say this one. will give us a better idea too, of like what shows you were at, like yeah, all this. Yeah, so yeah. just go ahead. Go ahead. I will say from LA fights Four, which is the first one I did a couple weeks back in LA, shockingly, um, uh, it would have to be uh, Hunter Freeman versus big juicy finale, MLW, GCW, all that jazz crazy crazy ass uh fucking hardcore match um that those two had big those men slapping meat uh and then trans- oh, yeah. of those two oh the best <laughs> transitioning transitioning over to vegas which this was a crazy ass day got up at seven in the morning uh dro- took a two three hour train ride to chatsworth california which do you know where chatsworth is because i do not i have no um, idea <laughs> met my, met my buddy and co-commentator uh wrestling society x and xpw's chris Kloss. drove another six seven hours to vegas did the show chilled on the strip with some with some friends in vegas until like 5 a.m did not sleep and then drove all the way back to California. So Jesus. I was awake for a total of like 32 hours, if my math wow. serves me correct. So crazy, but amazing. And you're, you were doing the driving for that? Uh, I was just kind of split half and half. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Wait, 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 wait. So it wasn't, it wasn't all me, but it was. <laughs> I was about to say, man, that's... <laughs> So also, you don't go to you don't go to Vegas and like not go to bed before six or before you know twelve a.m. So yeah, exactly yeah, makes sense. I mean, and yeah. I didn't even sleep at all. I was just like up through the night eating yeah, and the shop. But it, I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I wouldn't have had it any other way. But it was hell yeah. I definitely money. Long neck. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> made some money. Made some money uh, commentating professional wrestling, gambling. Uh, okay. Gambling. Uh, that's that's where I was asking. I didn't. I, I knew you made some money wrestling uh, with the wrestling, but I he made some money. Vegas. The money didn't make it back. No, exactly. Perfect. I made the money calling professional wrestling, and then all of that went to the table, and I have not seen it since. So hey, you got paid an experience. That's, that's how it. it works. That's it. Life experience. Great. Um, Love it, man. Fuck. Favorite match from that. Uh, oh, easily. Joey Janela from AEW GW, um, versus Santana Jackson, who for all intents and purposes is a Michael Jackson impersonator. Was this Love the it. choke slam table spot from the top rope? Uh, this, was, this that was him and Sawyer Wreck at GCW COS yesterday. Okay. This was uh, uh, Michael Jackson for all intents and purposes. I mean, this guy he's got the 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 makeup and he's got the outfit and he's got the move. Love it. 
Oh wait, he's I've literally Michael Jackson. He's literally Michael Jackson. Okay, Jack. I've seen him. I've seen him. I've seen yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did. He he went under the ring and came out with a wolf head and did the whole thriller thing. No way. Um, That's awesome. Uh, and then the sort of coup de gras, the piece de resistance of that man, him grabbing a baby, and it was the the way the show was structured. It was like literally on Fremont Street. So the ring was on the street, and then there are multiple levels of eights and stuff. Are and he goes up to the second level. And a la Blanket Jackson from 20 years ago holds oh the God. baby up above and like threatens to drop it. And as a professional wrestling commentator, I had to, to call that totally straight. And that was a, that was oh, a, that's that's amazing. Awesome, <laughs> I don't was, know if I was, could take this, this. What? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I can't, I don't think I would ever make it through with a straight face with something like oh that. Oh my God. I mean, it was, this was a real like come to Jesus moment of like, what a weird fucking life you live. <laughs> Chris Kloss, who's been on like actual like cable television with XPW yeah, yeah. Wrestling Society yeah. X, uh, and Brett Lauderdale, the owner of GCW, who just like subbed in for this match for whatever reason. Yep. The three of us were on commentary going, "My God, it's it's Blanket Jackson! It's Blanket <laughs> Jackson!" <laughs> I mean, the clips on there. I'll send it to you guys. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so, unbelievable! That's man. the highlight of Vegas. Yeah, oh, sure. that's that why we love wrestling, awesome, baby. <laughs> that's Sir, why we love wrestling, baby. The Kings, baby. Oh, uh, love it, man. That sounds amazing. And you just like had the time of your life. Gotta love it. Was it was great. Man. It was great. And uh, then a week or not even a week later, literally the next day, the whole reason I drove back to California next day was Prestige Wrestling Rosalind 3. And that was just like in this this venue where literally like Prince performed 10 years. Amazing. Fucking, he holds like a thousand people, but it sounds like 10,000. Just incredible from top to bottom. Did a uh, play by play there with uh, James Kincaid and uh, Beta Scott and just like, whoo. Uh, a couple of the matches from there have been uploaded to YouTube, but get, I mean, get a free trial of IWTV and watch those from top to bottom. So those shows. Yeah. Oh, what is it? I don't uh, it's Pre- Prestige Wrestling is the name of the promotion. Yep. And Rosalind 3. It's two nights. So it's kind of like a WrestleMania deal. We were what's the about, what's the link to? to... Uh, 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 IWTV is the, is the name of the streaming service. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, the, and I believe they just uploaded uh, Miyu Yamashita and Mando um, to YouTube because there were some streaming issues. So if nothing else, watch that one for free because cool. I tell you, man, I'm admittedly, especially before, before going into this weekend, obviously more so now, but before going into this weekend, not terribly familiar with like Joshi wrestling, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that female Japanese wrestling. Um, but like Maki Ito is a fucking killer dude. Like oh we obviously we've seen the tweets and we've seen the hello motherfuckers. And like, it's yeah, just yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's great, terribly entertaining, but like her matches with Yamashita and Mia Yim, formerly of WWE and Impact yep. and all that, uh, just... Oh my god, like some of the best wrestling matches that Mia Yim is a killer too, bro. Dude, he's a killer too. I mean, I was gonna say their match from night one easily sold the weekend, and that's saying something on a card with Jeff Cobb and Jack Evans and Alex Shelley and Bandito. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia Yim and Makito is like, even just as a fan, like seek that fucking match out because that's one of the best things ever seen. These chicks killed each other. Yeah, when she was when she was on yeah, when she was on AEW recently. I I I haven't watched Maki. Ito, Ito, Maki Ito. I haven't seen a okay, lot. I, of I have trouble too. Thank God for Veda Scott. <laughs> I, I, I would have butchered the names, and she was like, "No, it's right. it's, it's Yamashita. It's not Yamashita." So yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did well, uh, who did it? Maki Ito face on uh, Rampage? It was the five thirty Rampage Brit. a couple weeks ago? Uh, it was no. Britt Baker. It was Britt Wait. Baker in the yeah yeah, yeah Owen yeah. in the Owen. I'm sorry. Who did she face in uh, the previous tournament match? Oh fuck! Because it wasn't. She was in. She, she was oh, the wait, Joker. No. 
She was the yeah, Joker. no, she was the Joker. You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, she was there like a year ago, like like yeah. right, like early 2021. Um, because her and Brit won the uh, yes, yes, they were in the titles. titles. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. yeah. There she was like her like mystery partner or whatever. Yeah. Um, did they win the titles or did they? There are no. no titles, bro. There are no. There are no women's titles. Oh, there are no women's titles. Do you watch the product? I just though? called out Tony Khan pretty bad, didn't I? <laughs> do you, do you, no, you know? You called yourself out. For Chris, you're like, oh, Tony. I guess there are. Maybe we should fix. Yeah. Them. Like yeah, interesting. Right, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How there's no yeah. women's tag titles. Interesting how I thought that that was the case. Wow. Maybe yeah. it should yeah. be. Maybe it should be Tony. Well, we'll get into the booking of the women's division when we get to. Um, Thunder Rosa versus Deep later because I have a lot of thoughts on like because she came out early, recently and said that she's been frustrated with her TV time and I'm, I'm like yeah Brandon you sometimes I hand you sometimes I hand you beautiful segues and then you you stop them and then you walk around them and then you're like that would have been a good segue yeah, <laughs> what are you fucking talking about <laughs> anyway um, so let's segue then fucking asshole into uh jordan love hearing all your shit man that's going to be the first part of our hell yeah dude show every every time you come on after working you're going to tell us hopefully i'm going to be at most episodes going forward yeah dude come on no 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 No, he's the third let it be known known that the schedule was 6 30 for this filming today (laughs) i arrived at 6 25 and was bullied with oh look who decided to show up well i mean we 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 were going to introduce you last week but you had some different gig going oh i was in oregon having Chasing my dream, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. The pod should uh, be the priority, man. The pod should quick, always be the priority. Quick spot here. I just want to, uh, in case I forget the end of the episode, say it. Um, next week, local Michigan dude, uh, yes. Don Tone, um, is going to be joining us and to talk about some upcoming events. He's going to tell us about some 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 issues he's having with some some fellas that that oh people aren't paying up. Yeah, people, people aren't, aren't paying, paying up. up. So the oh, Don, the Don is owed, and he's got back. a and he's got a bone to pick with them next week on our pod. Is Don is, is... A basketball gentleman or a wrestler? Oh no, no, no! Yeah, this is wrestling. This is wrestling. Okay, okay. He's okay. a he's a professional. He's a training professional wrestler who has made his name recently on the uh, indie market. So he's, he's officially booked. He's officially booked. booked. Yep, officially signed. So he's gonna he's gonna come on and talk a little bit with us. Um, but moving towards. Uh, what we're going to talk about with uh, more mainstream wrestling now with WWE <clears throat> and AEW having a slew of injuries. Chris, I think you said it was probably the worst slew of injuries since 07 at this point. Yeah, I mean, 07 was brutal because you had uh, you had Triple H. I think he did something to the right knee in January. Um, and then you had, I think it was like Sean Orton, Cena, Batista, like all in a row. And then that's, I mean, like not to mention that's the Benoit year. So it's like whole yeah. fucking, <laughs> whole <laughs> fucking ridiculous shot. year. Let's, let's, let's cross our fingers that 2022 is, is a little more peaceful than that. But I mean, already, man, yeah. Orton out, Punk out, um, Cody now out. Um, well, who else WWE? <laughs> or, uh, WWE, I don't know. Well, Roman's taking a break off. Roman's so Roman, part time. Roman's part time. Well, I mean, Naomi and Sasha are not. Naomi, Sasha not, gone. Not injured, but also taking a break. Yeah. And then in AEW, it's like a laundry list. It's like Cole, Scorpio, Omega's been out for a while. Daniel Jeff Hardy's out. out. Jeff Hardy's out. Cole's out. I already said Cole. Now the fucking champ, CM Punk, is going to be out getting surgery. So it's Orange like. Orange Cassidy's been out for a couple Orange months. Cassidy's been yeah. out since a couple months ago, too. So 
and oh, i'm not sure i don't know if he's heard but like i feel like hangman is taking a little bit of a hiatus right now anyway because he's definitely going to be at forbidden door he is wrestling yeah. on wednesday sorry to totally uh who's oh man dude who's he wrestling on <laughs> uh, Tim and i want to say david finley give me one second. yes it's david finley from it uh new japan oh nice yeah. okay yeah so we still got hangman luckily yeah oh. well i just think i was gonna say for I think the situation in WWE is a little yep. bit more dire than AEW is just be, by the sheer fact that Tony Khan has amassed just this massive amount of amazingly talented wrestlers that for all intents and purposes could be thrusted into a main event spot when they weren't in that like someone like Ricky Starks who has been on fire recently like like on fire like hottest guy in the company outside of Punk and all the probably the other champions he has now a chance because with all these guys going down, with gets a chance now to maybe like step a, into a main event. Even like a Keith Lee, who like yeah, yeah, another guy always known as a superstar, but like ha- has been slotted into this admittedly very entertaining tag team role of Swerve. Mm-hmm. I can easily see him exactly. Swerve too, for the record. Yeah, yeah. Swerve yeah. too. Absolutely. I mean, Swerve should be in the in the three year plan of world champion yeah. this company. I hundred percent believe that. I, um, I I would love. I mean, I feel like. You know, Wheeler Yuta kind of had that hot start and then felt like he kind of cooled off a little bit. If well, he went to Japan to to fight for juniors, I think. In, yeah, uh, yeah. Japan. So, like, yeah, like yeah. on like the AEW product. He's a yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you could run with him. You could run Garcia, Jer- Garcia. Jericho, yeah, probably. Yeah. And so. uh, I mean, you, you still have Joe who just took a loss. You could probably use a little bump. Um, Christian I just Hayes, just like here as a manager, but also still wrestles. Yeah, who's on? Who's literally on the verge of turning heel? Like yeah. legitimately, like right at that cliff with Jungle Boy. So I think that's that's something you could explore here too. I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff that they're built. They're going to start building for Forbidden Doors. So there's going to be a lot of you know newer New Japan people coming in and you know getting TV time. <laughs> but I do I do think that I, we are getting a summer of mocks. I, I think it makes no sense to put it on anybody else at this point but moxley the the, the interim interim title so yeah, like i mean i i love mox i would yeah. not be upset about that at all but you really think that's where they're headed i mean that, uh, but he's like he's currently like in in a faction feud with also, uh, the jericho society i also don't know yeah. if you guys have heard of a little guy <laughs> he, he hasn't really been making news lately he's kind of been flying under the radar but mjf i don't know if you guys are familiar with that guy i don't know if you're so familiar. this Actually, I had an idea for this. I had an idea for this. So fantasy right, booking right now, baby. I mean, yes. that's that's, that's the most of the where else most is the time. <laughs> where else? I love, is this I love it. So I mean, you have the last the last we saw and heard from MJF is he virtually does not care about being does not re, doesn't really care doesn't really give a shit. Um, so right now as a character, like I'm thinking, why, well, why would he want the world title? Yeah. You could have, and you can. I mean. You can use the news. The news we got today that uh, Warner Brothers apparently requested Tony not to not to let MJF do any more promos. Um, <laughs> but like, not even that. Like, ripped him. Like, apparently they're ripping him out of all the promo stuff. Like the intro to the this show. This is this is like, the I bought a ticket to the show storyline. Come on, dude. Come on. It, we know I, where it's going. I could be worked. I could be getting worked, and I would love Wait, it. You really think this is a? You really think this is a shoot, dude? I I don't think it. I think it's still a work, but I think that it's leaning towards like if if this if this warner shit is just like tony khan being like ha 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 then i get it like yes you're a fucking mark and i love you but like at the same time it's like if the execs are like now pulling him from shit 
I think I'm like, okay, that could be work. Uh, that could be shoot ish. But if it's still a work, I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is the best storyline they've ever had. Well, that's, I mean, I think is what I hope. This is what I hope they're going toward with that announcement. I think <laughs> Tony Khan, after hearing that from MJF, like, I don't really want Tony Khan to play this full on, like, you know, evil heel manager yeah. role all that much, but make the execs he could the, do something. Make the execs the evil. No, ones. he could play like he could like play like a little bit of a Gorilla Monsoon role in this in this like occupation right now, and he'll do something to inconvenience MJF. He's like, well, you know, you you don't want to fucking be here, so fuck you. Like, you know, uh, no more promos, whatever. You you yeah. you know, we're not inviting you to the show. And you have MJF get pissed off enough that he's like, you know what? You know what I'm doing? I'm gonna take your fucking world title. And I'm going to walk away with it. And then you get the rehashing of, you know, the punk storyline, the Kevin Steen storyline and Ring of Honor. Well, I was going to say, because like even already in that first promo that he this past Wednesday, there are so many parallels to the initial pipe bomb. Oh, yeah. So many. I hear some cheers. Where were you people before? Like, yeah, yeah. Calling Tony out by name. So there are it it already is kind of like I don't want to say a tribute to to that. And like, man, I don't know, like this guy. Summer of MJF. Some are going to like impact and NWA GCW. They do, they do what they do, what they should have done with punk. I don't know if you guys remember this, but briefly when punk walked away with the belt, I really loved how they did this. They had, they had punk show up to Comic-Con and interrupt Hunter's press conference. Mm -hmm. And, and he, was, he did like a spot at an indie show with Greg yeah. Hunter and like it was there's it lasted for like two weeks. But it yeah, but like but you you do what they should have done and you have him ride that because I mean AEW is pretty on pretty good terms with a lot of the in, like a lot of the indie yeah yeah companies right now. Yeah, they're fast have, so have him bounce around with the title. You don't lose anything. It, it like well, you're gonna have an interim title anyway you're gonna have technically two champions at a point so honestly milk it he's running around with a fake title and you play that up later down the line but i'm jumping ahead and then, and then imagine him finally coming back and they do the reverse of the punk cena moment where punk yes, comes back and he has the same belt yeah yeah and they do yeah. This handoff. i mean that's just that writes itself you know i mean you can, it, it, you can quite literally have mjf already in the ring kind of doing that and punk playing the same exact role but from the other angle you know what i mean uh it's just turning cm punk into john cena at this point and i love it because <laughs> well, at least what he hates he's i mean he is exactly he's the he's the i always believe in i always believe in you kid backstage guy yeah. now that's what and he is hangman and hangman alluding to that too like in his promo it's just like it's bleeding into other storylines and i i'd like if this is this is honestly like this is basically giving um, like all these guys just like all the rain to like redo 2011. Just be like, hey, remember when they fucked up 2011? Let's do it again and make it way better. And I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> why not? Uh, yeah, I, I want to ask you guys one more thing before we jump to the next uh, to the next subject. So, all right. So before Punk got injured, we were seeing a little bit of that Hangman doing the you know. I know what this guy is and I'm protecting the company and I'm not going to let you do what I know you're capable of stuff like that. And punk kind of going, Oh, I'm in your head. I'm in your head. I'm in your head. What do you think was next? Like, uh, li- like punk doesn't get injured. What do you think the next part of that plan was? Heal CM punk. Yes, as sir. Like as obviously, but like, I, I think it's gotta be something new. You look at these guys, like for all his faults, like at Jericho, what's kept him relevant is that he's been able to reinvent himself and go with the times. Yes. So I don't think you can just have Punk be like, I'm better than you because I'm straight edge. Like, I think it's right. got to be a new sort of angle. And so I think him embracing 
the fact that like, yeah, motherfucker, I came in and I beat everyone. I'm getting paid more than anyone. And like me just being here is bigger than you having hour long matches with Danielson or telling a two year story with Omega. Like I'm the guy, I'm what like you could never be. And just kind of letting, letting the fact that like his return and subsequent run took over the wrestling world and lit the wrestling world on fire. Like making that a point of delusion for him and kind of harkening back to like, uh, the end of his Ring of Honor run, where he had he signed the contract on the title, he was like, "I'm better than all of you. I'm right. superstar." I, something to that ilk. Yeah, I think, and, and Bray and I talked about this a little bit. Um, I think it's it's hard to turn a guy like CM Punk heel because even though that that kind of honeymoon era has worn off, he's still like the most popular babyface in the company, and it's still a lot of people are just tuning in just because they, you know, they remember the old CM Punk and they're, you know, they want to relive 2011. That's reality. I think personally, you can turn those specific people sour by using Jeff Hardy. I think that was like with the Hardy boys kind of like having these slower, tougher matches. We we were, we were talking about like Jeff, you know, Jeff needing to slow down maybe a little bit and kind of work a little more of a technical style. Um, He won't, he won't. He won't. But it was, the, it was like the idea of like, all right, well, what if you put him like, I mean, the, the tag team stuff right now is kind of tough for him because there's so much of an expectation on what the Hardy Boys should be. Sure. If you have Jeff in a serious heartfelt storyline with somebody and you have him, you know, we talked about Punk hitting him with a microphone the first week, first promo, you know, he comes out, he interrupts Punk, maybe vice versa. And it uh, starts out as a little bit of his like, haven't seen in a long time. There's still a little animosity, weirdness here. And then you have like the conversation that seems friendly kind of take a turn for the worse. And you have Punk in him with the microphone. You have kind of Punk like rehash this kind of like, I'm, I'm the important legend guy, like you said. I'm the important guy carrying the company now. And for like a lot, like he's mad at like some of the WWE like old timers coming to do what he just did. You know what I mean? Kind of have I, him play I, that a little bit. I think there's an interesting story because again, you don't want to just do I'm better because I'm straight edge again. I think you can kind of turn that on his head because what was like beyond like all the shock value of like, oh my God, booze and pills and all this. The, yep. the core of that story was like, I'm better than you because of my willpower. And of course, in 2009, that was around substance abuse. How interesting would it be if like, man, Jeff, we, we both left WWE 10 years ago, whatever it was. I stayed out of that place. Yep. I never went back. I never took Vince McMahon's money. I never like shilled and, and sold myself out for a Hall of Fame. Well, for Fo- Fox Sports, whatever. So, so. <laughs> and that could be a great Jeff Hardy comeback. Yeah, no, that could be, that could be good. But, but to tell and then be like, but Jeff, you came back for the cheap pop. You came back to be put on the pre-show in a six-man tag with Jason Jordan and get jobbed out to Laura Sullivan. and all Like you always do because you always keep coming back for more. Because you're a Because yeah. you're a junkie. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're I, the and, charismatic and kind of enabler. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you yeah, guys. The story of like, we both left, but I was the, I was the one who had the, the willpower and the, the kind of faith in self yep. and to stay away. Could be, could be really cool. I, I honestly have nothing else to say i that's legitimately <laughs> everything i was gonna because like i i was gonna go with I, I think jeff is the perfect person to do it um and i think like you know chris you, the initial question you asked is like what was next right and i think like there may have been like a little bit more of a ending like a denouement or uh denouement of the um hangman? ending of the yeah hangman thank you hangman storyline but i think there could also be that kind of like well 
who's next. And I don't think like Jeff interrupts punk. Like, I don't no. think that that happens. Like, I think like, mm-hmm. I think it's more of like a, they see each other backstage and like they bump into each other and we film it and it's like, Oh, okay. And there's like maybe a standoff Then the next week, Jeff or and Matt are out there and like Matt's talking about, you know, Jeff's past and whatever. And then punk comes out and then that's the microphone. And then maybe punk beats up old man, Matt Hardy. Right. I, I love the idea of just like going back into like just rehashing it, but making it more modern, right? Like it's not, yes, we know, we know punk is straight edge. He has it tattooed on his stomach. He's done this before we get it, but it's a known thing that you can play on, especially if you're rehashing the Jeff Hardy storyline. It's like, that was more real than any storyline that I can remember from that time, at least like, best, in like, yeah, hundred percent. And I, th- I think it would, it would be him, like not bringing up straight edge at all, unless it's to slight Jeff in the context of a conversation. Like you never really hear him. Yeah. Like that promo, you don't hear you him do, just talking yeah. about like, you, that yeah, you, where like, you're, like, you don't you have him. Back. Right. You have him like, it, it's almost like that street edge asshole in him oozes out of him because of Jeff. he doesn't want it to come out it's right yes. right because because like because it, it alludes to the mjf storyline too where it's like he comes out and like I, mjf brought that up like it's been talked about canonically on the show about punk literally exploiting a man's substance abuse to get him out of a company so, <laughs> but yeah but uh, but anyway that's not happening so let's move on i guess fuck i because i know jeff's been like man like i i want to I want to stick around uh, AEW in a little while, but I want to end my career in WWE. And so, like, I just I hope by the time Punk's back, the cards align that they they're able. To well, do dude, that. you have you have Punk like retire him again. That's what you do. That's the yeah. that's like if he's going back, if especially if Jeff's like might be working like a a slower style. Let's say he does. Yeah. Let's say he heeds the doctor's advice for the first time ever, and he <laughs> slows it down, takes it easy, maybe finishes with a twist of fate most of the time, saves the swanton for big matches, something like that. You have Punk be the guy to be like, all right, you know what? You can have a title shot. But if you lose, you're fucking out of here because whenever it's you and I at the top of the mountain, I get you the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I figure I, that's where it has to go. So honestly, maybe it taking a little longer, if this is the end game for like Punk's baby face reign, if it is Jeff, maybe it taking a little longer is good. Cause they're, I mean, they're yeah. both not fucking around anyway. Yeah. And Jeff's and Jeff's just probably just as hurt, if not <clears throat> more hurt because he was literally knocked out at <clears throat> double or nothing. So Anyway, it's, speaking of double or nothing, it's crazy. Hey, look, at with <laughs> look at that, dude! King of the segways, baby. Segways. Right. It's gonna so, be so funny when I edit that out later. <laughs> <laughs> just to spite me, um, I he think, edits uh, out the double or nothing comment. It's just Brandon going. Speaking of double or nothing, and yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, double yeah. Or nothing it's gonna be great. Um, so I think the first match, if we just want to go over this because it's MJF anyway. Yeah. The Wardlow match. I look. Whew, I was getting Batista vibes, man. This dude is over like Rover. He is, they look good on MJF because I knew that that weekend was fucking crazy for everybody involved and especially everybody else on the card and like, well, especially MJF and Tony, but then everybody else on the card being like, what are we going to do here? Um, good on him for doing the business. Cause man, he did the business. <laughs> 10 sort of, fucking power bombs. <laughs> sort of a, sort of a sidebar here. Uh, Cause I, 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 the way I believe it is that like this started as kind of a shoot and they were able to come to yeah. some of the announce of work. What do you think would have slash should have happened if MJF had showed up? Would they have given more of a winner opponent? Would they have just done the like MJF unprofessionally? Like what, what would the sort of recourse have been had that? I think not to, 
not to totally tiptoe around your question, but MJF is a very old school mentality guy where if he in any way thinks, I would assume this of him, if like as a shoot, he thought he wanted to leave a company, he's putting a guy over before he goes. I think he's just that kind of guy. Now, if he just no showed entirely and was like, fuck Wardlow, whatever, I fuck, fuck this whole show. I mean, I think knowing Tony, I think we just get Wardlow gets a different opponent and he denies questions at the press conference after. I, I mean, I don't think it gets too too dramatic. I think, I think they still put it on first, no matter what, because you got to get it the fuck out of the way to take, you know, yeah. not take away from anybody else. I thought that was smart, kind of just right in the beginning, having Wardlow get his moment. Yeah, I, I think Wardlow, I mean, <clears throat> look, I think for MJF, it's it, there's definitely some kind of agreement here, right? Like wait till 2024. Here's the contract I'll give you in 2024 basically okay. is what I, what I, how I saw the conversation going, right. Is like, look, you're here for two more years. I'm not going to release you of your contract because I don't want you going over there. I do not want to lose you to them. So here's, I'm going to pay you this money. Now I'm going to give you like, you have your bonuses. You're getting, he is getting paid more than some other people on the car on the roster. Here's the contract I'm going to give you if you fulfill this. And I think that's probably the agreement. That's how I at least saw the meeting going with them. Mm-hmm. But I, I just can't say enough. Like, yes, the MJF stuff may have overshadowed it, but I don't know. Cause like the way that Wardlow was played up, the way that the crowd was reacting, the way, the way that the MJF heat like bled into the Wardlow pop is awesome. Cause like he was coming out and people were like, people love MJF, but like they'll still boo him, but they were booing the shit out of him. You showed up. You showed up. Well, I, I like, mean, I, I think like the crazy. real, the real like AEW fan hatred for MJF right now. And we, I mean, we saw this, you know, flicker here and there on, and his promo was like, oh, you want to go to WWE? That's pretty interesting. That's yeah. cool. But you're on this show, getting benefit of the time, getting an open yeah. spot promo. Do you think yeah. you're getting that over there? I don't think no. so, brother. No, not Dude, at all. I, 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 I also so. I'm blue in the face, and maybe two years from now, I look like a chump for saying it, but like. That dude, he's he shouldn't, and like he has all the tools. And this is not me saying anything about like his ability mm-hmm. or or his in ring on the mic, anything. Like this has nothing to do with him as a performer. That guy goes to WWE and he flounders because they don't know 100%. what to, they don't know what to do with a guy like that. Like, yeah. The guy, I mean, what what makes MJF special? It's him going to the Comic Con and, and flipping off the kids and saying right. and like pushing the envelope and saying like I hope your mother dies or whatever. Like <laughs> you, you can't. He's just an, an asshole. He's an asshole. He's an old school Memphis heel. And like yeah. I'd say like oh he's old school. He fits more within within WWE, but he's not like the WWE rep of old school. He's like the Roddy Piper, Greg yeah. Hammer, Valentine. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Roddy Piper is the is the perfect comparison to him. It's I apples and oranges, dude. Yeah. I going over, having a, a crazy feud with Cody where they run that back, and then like wrestling on SmackDown for the Intercontinental title for like three years. Like I just... I yeah. which, and you know, like, you know, we're getting the, the him versus Miz thing milked to shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's going to be fucking awful. I, yeah, I, look, I mean, I agree with you, Jordan. I don't think, you know, I mean, I was nervous for them even with Cody, and Cody's a pretty cut and dry fucking character. MJF demands. Cody's killing it, dude. Yeah, no, he's I mean, doing he's great. It. He's we'll, we'll, it. We'll, get, we'll get to Hell in a Cell last night. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know, man. I think MJF demands so much attention that and WWE, he's just going to be a fucking number. He, he I, and he demands like individuality. Like he needs to be able to speak the way he wants to speak mm-hmm. and be in a certain way for it to work. And they don't 
really bad. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, I think for him, he's just got to, like, I think I would uh, honestly, I'll, I'll tell anybody to take the money, right? Like if, if, if WWE comes yeah. to you and gives you way more than, than Tony's giving you, fair enough, take the fucking money and go. But if we're talking sheer wrestling and sheer way that you're going to be booked, yeah, I 100% agree. I don't, I don't think he's going to like getting handed a script. <laughs> I don't think he's going to like getting his script changed 15 minutes before the show. You know what I mean? Like that's the way that it's run over there. And credit to the people over there, man. They make it work. I mean, it's obviously working. They're, the wrestlers over there are fantastic. Wrestlers. Okay, it's not working, working like the way that it is in AEW. Yeah. I, I just think for him. Granted, Stephanie McMahon doesn't work there anymore. You don't have to dick ride Shut so hard. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Carter, Dixie now. Carter just did that one interview. Oh, my God. Documentary. For some reason, I mentioned Stephanie McMahon one time in a positive light on this pod, and I'm a fucking Stephanie McMahon. I'll say, I'll say all the positive things I want about 2003 Stephanie McMahon. Yes. What I'm uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, Come on. okay. All right. Anyway, all right. Reel it in, fellas. Woo! Reel it in. Reel it in. Yes. All right. Cowboy we'll move on. on. We'll move. We'll move on from MJF and Wardlow, um, and then let's just talk about the Owen Cup champions. Yeah. yeah. Um, the power couple that is Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Look, Chris and I were talking about this hey, before you hopped on. Uh, <laughs> before you hopped on Zoom today. Uh, five minutes early. I just want to clarify before I hopped on. Five minutes early. Hey, look, I'm not I'm not ribbing you. I was just saying we were having a nice conversation sure. at the time that Chris and I planned to get on today. And Jordan, obviously, I know you came on later. Uh, so I know you were talking about <laughs> we were talking about how we like the fact that Adam, won, right? Like Adam Cole, I baby needs something to kind of get him in the light because I think they're I think they're going to build to Red Dragon versus the elite um, when Kenny comes back. I think that's going to be something they're going to go do. Um and getting him a belt and getting him something tangible that he can say, look, I bettered all your favorites. Here I am with this title. I think Adam Cole works best with a belt on him. I know it's not like the world championship or the TNT title, but that's still pretty good looking belt. And it's a prestigious one at this point. I, I just think, I think for Brit, there should have been, there's, this is an opportunity for you to show everybody that our women's division is legit. And here I can build this huge star in Tony Storm. Ruby Soho, basically anybody else but Britt Baker. And I said to Chris, like, Tony's obviously found his favorite in the women division, and that is Britt Baker, but there's an opportunity here that you miss. And I think that's guys, kind of just like you guys don't rock with Britt Baker. You guys no, no, I love I love Britt. I love Britt. Um, I, I, love Britt. I just think it's a missed opportunity to build up somebody else because Britt doesn't need any any other building. She I also think I think making the couple win the men and women's tournament it felt a little like okay. Like little, little work, like little workish, just sure, like, yeah. sure. And, and I'm, I mean, I love Brit, love Adam Cole. Um, it's funny how Brandon's doing the, uh, baby thing when we announce Adam Cole. Oh, when we're in the chat, you. I get shit on. I, I said, <laughs> no, no, Brandon, not no. long. I want to know. I'm going to make okay. something clear. He's going to, he's going to turn this into they were Brandon hates Adam Cole. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because I don't in, hate him. I just I was you because you love short? him. Because no, right. <laughs> all wrestlers should be six no, one and no, no. Mm -hmm. he he hasn't obviously he hasn't worked out since he moved from WWE. World Bodybuilding so Federation. Ah! World Bodybuilding Federation stand Brandon no. Ball. Ah, this is crazy. This is this is not no. Chris is gonna turn this into me hating Adam Cole. I I, I simply Adam said Cole. when they announced the tournament, when they announced the plans after you know Punk was gonna be out, I was like, 
Why not Adam Cole? You all jumped down my throat. <laughs> thumbs down. Thumbs Why not Adam down. Cole for what? To win the tournament or to win the, the belt? To win to win the interim. The interim. Gotcha. I wouldn't I hate that at all. Come on, dude. I wouldn't either. Great. I wouldn't great. either. I just love the fact that Chris is this huge Adam Cole mark because Adam Cole is Fantastic. a huge HBK mark. That's and Chris is about. like, that's my guy. <laughs> that's not what it's about. <laughs> this is like, Chris that's is like, that's not my what guy. it's about. That's not what it's <laughs> that's, about. That's why I rib you because you're like, you're picking favorites because your favorite is your favorite's favorite. I got, so. I got so mad all of you. I was like, I was like, Shawn Michaels still goes over in the heart turn with bitches. <laughs> They literally ran Adam Cole versus Dax, and I was like, "That's kind of like I like both of them, but that's kind of like a weird match." And I was like, "Oh, it's it's Brett versus it's Sean. Brett yeah, versus yeah, Sean. Right. That's exactly what it is. Go. That's why I rib you, Chris. I don't rib you because I, I hate Adam. I love Adam Cole. I would hate be Adam fine Cole. with Adam Cole. I just told you that Adam Cole is the best with the belt on, and if, if he put a belt on him, the I wouldn't be I would be okay with it. You but here's Adam the thing: Cole. I don't I just love the fact that you pick your favorites on the fact that he is. He loves Shawn Michaels just as I'm much a big, as I'm a big Dax. I, I mean, I, I would say if we're going to like a little bit. Yeah, you're a big Dax guy, other, but he's not your favorite. No, but I'm big. Like a lot of my favorite wrestlers are like are, are Brett aligned. Like it's, it's nothing to do with that. Adam Cole's yeah, not sure. my top. He's not the top okay, but guy. Adam Cole's not like just Shawn. You just told him you wanted No, to he's not. He's very Shawn. different. You know what? It's Shawn, it's you. Though. It's you. It's you bodybuilder guys. The minute you see a super kick, <laughs> the minute you see a super kick, you're like, oh, Shawn Michaels. He's Shawn Michaels. Every time, I think it's dude. time for me to control my own narrative here guy, and move guy on has, to the next. Guy has long hair. Guy has long hair. Does a super kick. All of a sudden, he's a he's a Shawn Michaels stand, right? Jordan, <laughs> right? Jordan, what did you what did you think about the whole? Let's move on from Chris. Uh, let's. Oh, Brad uh, Jordan, needs to you... run for cover now. I'm on his ass, dude. Jordan. Jordan, welcome to the pod. This is legitimately the pod. Mm-hmm. Dude, um, I'm happy to be the Rick Rude. I'm happy to be the mediator here. That's, that's exactly it. what you are. That tweet pod um, so much. Yeah. So, Jordan. Do you, so, I, I love Britt and I love Adam, but I just don't think that Britt should have won this. I just don't think yeah, it's a smart move by Tony. I, I think the way they did it, I didn't read together. I think if they had like presented them sick, because I, I don't know, I feel like it would have been strange to have like heel Adam Cole and then like Ruby Soho there together. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. No, I get it. I, I get that. Aesthetically, like, yeah, I get it. I like Britt a lot. And I, I feel like you can't necessarily, for her, I just think it's your problem with book and how like as a whole, it is not given priority. And the women's champion will cut a promo and have music cut her off like it's an award show. And like, yeah. They are consistently put in like the death spot on the semi-main, like an hour and a half in. Like I, I feel like to blame it exclusively on Brit and be like, oh, it's her. she's the problem. If Brit Baker right. was here, everything would be better. It's like not her fault. Not, yeah. not entirely fair. I feel like she's just the victim of circumstance. She is. Oh yeah, I'm not... one woman they've done a lot more with right. on, on a roster of of underutilized. Yeah. If anything, I mean, coming off. Like before Brit lost the title, I was like, all right, this run's getting a little, a little stale. And again, like with you, I'm like, I know it's not her fault. It's the booking, but like, I would, yeah, I would like to see Thunder Rosa take this. I would. Then Thunder Rosa gets it and you're like, oh yeah, it's still the booking. It's still like, it's still like, it's the same thing. And I kind of do like, it's like at that point, no slight on Thunder either. I miss Brit as champ. Because and it's a shame because Thunder's fucking yeah. starters, you were saying. No, right? no, no, no. I, I mean, I, to your point, it's like Thunder is incredible. And I I mean, she's like the, you know, the heartwarming baby face and she had her moment. And then it's just like, and I, like. I, I, I watched Thunder Rosa. She was working at GCW show in LA, a little sidebar story. Just sure. I how great she Hit is. It. 
Um, and she was scheduled to go on for four, I believe. Uh, and she had a meet and greet beforehand. Um, and so she's doing that. And she's obviously beloved and incredibly popular. Her meet and greet led into like the second match. It was supposed to end before bell time. I don't think it ended and got cut off properly till like halfway through the second match. And so she goes down, she has like a match and a half, not only to like put her match together, but also to like do her makeup and like put her gear on. Um, and for whatever reason, I couldn't, nothing could get shuffled around. And she went out there and with like a match and a half to get her shit together and call a match at the match of the night. She, I mean, she's a yeah. pro's pro. She's amazing. She's on. Yeah. And that's, and that's, I mean, we can get into deep. This is what I was going to talk about with deep and, uh, and Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Deep and Thunder Rosa was probably a top three match on the card really and good. it was fantastic. But does anyone really care about the match going into it? Like, that's the thing is that like we got a promo where Thunder Rosa was cut off. We got D like, you know, shooting a little bit on WWE, which is good, but it wasn't like the best put together promo in the world, but that was the only build we got. And it's like, I, and I've been saying this and Chris was saying this earlier too, like uh, before we started the pod, like he was like, does it make sense that the TBS champion looks like the stronger champion right now? Cause that's not the way it should be. Like, Jade is fantastic. The baddies, like all that is awesome. Like the Stokely Hathaway, dude. The faith, yeah, I was going to say the yeah, fact yeah. that Stokely is awesome. fantastic. And she's, I mean, her and Anna had an okay match. It wasn't fantastic, but Jade went over in the end, obviously. But they're building her way better than they built their world champion. And Thunder Rosa came out recently and was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting any time. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're not. It's Tony's, it's obviously not her fault, but it's, it's Tony's fault. And it's like built, Perfect thing. We're talking about how beautiful this MJF situation could be if it's all work, right? And like how beautiful storytelling could be. Where's the storytelling in the women's division? Where is this? Like, I, I want this kind of like attention that I'm paying to wrestling to go to everything. Like, I don't want the women's champ, the women's championship match to be a bathroom break match because nobody cares about it. Like, I want it to be the match that I'm looking forward to. Like, like you said, Jordan, like, don't put it in the death spot. Don't put it there. Put it as the first match and make it the main event. If you want to make a main eventer, build them, build them up. Don't make it be Brit all the time because Brit was great as champion, but like you need to build other people, which is why I think yeah. the whole thing with, with Brit winning the Owen is like really could have had Ruby up there and like Ruby looks better. Tony Storm, someone you just brought in who's a huge star. There's just so many other things you could have done and it's just indicative of the booking in general. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think a big thing, like you said, is you need to build up the division as a whole because it's not really you have the, the talent to do it yeah and you it's have not the it's talent to do it for now to we're on our second champion now where it's not really the champion's fault that things feel stale it's almost like well what are you giving them to work with exactly what did brit really i mean into, uh, like until thunder it's like I, I felt like brit was kind of toiling around it yeah. felt like thunder's toiling around pretty quickly like the nyla storyline just didn't hit just wasn't good. I'm sorry. Again, that's nothing Vicky. against Nyla because we've seen Nyla and Rio. Nothing against Nyla. Nothing against get Nyla. Nyla and Rio. Um, get, get Vicky off of Nyla. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's all you got to do. And look, I, I mean, we, I mean, from our generation, the three of us, Vicky Guerrero has been the most annoying person in wrestling for years. So I just think like if you want to build up Nyla, and Nyla is fantastic, great wrestler funniest shit on twitter funniest shit yeah, in, I, like in her promos I, i've never I really just, understood why she needs a, a like a manager mouthpiece she doesn't i'm not, i don't really get that i would because I, I i do think there is a place for vicky but i don't know if it's with nyla necessarily. yeah i think vicky no. girl is incredibly talented and like yeah. a constant professional oh 100 the shit she did with like edge back edge. in the day yep. 
is top tier. So you find yeah. the right fit for it. it could oh, be that edge and triple H storyline from with the over the world title man. Oh, I loved that shit. Like that was my favorite edge. Cause that was when edge like would lose his shit. Like, do you remember when he tipped her over in the wheelchair and he was screaming at her in the corner? He was like ripping his hair out. Was that Dude. the, um, was it, was that during the undertaker storyline when he was like going nuts? Oh, was that undertaker? Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was triple H. Sorry. He also hated with triple H. Cause yeah. Who yeah. was the one who showed the clip at their wedding? And it was like, I Ed, think it was Cena it. going at WrestleMania 25. No, no, no. Cena yeah. showed the clip of big show and big, big show. Guerrero yeah. making. But I think <laughs> Triple H showed the clip of Edge and Elite Fox. Alicia yes, Fox. Yes. I forgot about that. That was how she yeah. got introduced to TV. She was like their yes. wedding planner. That's oh right. That's right. Yeah. That's oh, so my God. We're talking yeah, about another, another like wrong place, wrong time. Incredibly talented. She's yeah. awesome. She's, Alicia she's Fox awesome. is awesome. Great. She is awesome. She was always so a great actress. Funny, actress, like, actress. She's great. Wrestler. She was always a great wrestler. It's just that yeah. like it, she came in with during the Divas era, which is I looks like it's coming back soon also don't um, you know don't introduce a, a wrestler as a as a fucking event planner <laughs> it's like come on dude like what Jesus. what is that what does that do but it me? speaks to how talented she was that she got 100 and still yeah just yeah had a career, yeah, out of it. Had a career after that yeah um, I, yeah. I wanted to sorry i was gonna trans i was gonna transition um i was about to go wild off. Segues over here yeah <laughs> well you know it's funny i was about to go wild off topic so let's, <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> the next thing. perfect um uh, let's talk about house of black versus death triangle um, I fucking love this match, man. Like, um, first off, Pat, was it Ray who had his kid come out? And Ray was like his kid. Was I don't know, it was Ray crazy. or Penta. I'm not sure. I yeah. think it was Penta. Penta, because he Penta, Penta. was a Penta. Uh, so Penta's kid came out, was going crazy. Loved, I loved that. Thought it was awesome. Just want to point that out. Um, we talked about Pac's entrance mask with the half Yes, half yes. Fucking Pac with the double mask. What, what was that in reference to? That was from, is that from Japan? I think yeah. someone in Japan uh excalibur mentioned it and i was like i remember seeing oh. a picture of that and like i was like oh man it was half, but anyway. it was half penta I didn't exactly know yeah was. yeah um but the match itself like you need to get trios titles in here man because these these dudes put on a fucking show and i love i think having like the big i mean malachi can move and so can fucking brody but like all these guys could move, but like having the high flyers versus the scary dude, like the scary big dudes, man, it always works for some reason. It, I, for me, at least like Ray versus Ray Mysterio versus Undertaker always worked for me. And that that's why like these kind of matches always fucking always bang for me. I don't know why. Especially I mean, the uh, <laughs> I was very happy to see the Julia Hart turn. Been yes, waiting for that. Yes, yes, uh, I wanted weird. You know, a little sorry to cut you off, Chris. No, okay. A little weird that Varsity Blondes weren't more directly involved with that. I feel like I'm not gonna lie, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not I'm like, good. With, I'm good with that. I'm all set. I'm all I'm set. Not, like, I, we it. did. We like, did. The, she was there. I don't, know. I don't know. We did the Pillman. You know the the tour. The whole nepotism tour. We we did it. It's over. It's done. MJF R. got R. over by for the it. Way, yes. Pillman. R.I.P. to Mrs. Pillman. Yes, yeah. Um, very, very sad story. Sick of her son, though. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't lie. He was. Oh, look, I think. Sorry, dude. I, I think for them, like, yeah, I agree with you, Jordan. Um, but I think for that, it just comes down to the fact that, like, they just took. They had so much time to build it too. Like they had, like they waited. They took their damn time getting fucking Julia to finally turn, and it's like. Yeah, she had that. Like, I love the fact that she was outside of their matches and just like looking out, like not even watching them. Like, I was like, "That's me during first C plots match." Um, <laughs> um, You're gonna get me blackballed from the industry. Uh, I'm sorry. Brandon. I'm sorry, man. I just, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just it doesn't I just, work. It doesn't hit. It's all right. It's all right. Kids try to get booked, man. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't hit for me. They don't hit for me. I'm sorry. 
I, I may not know bumps, but I think we gotta, that's... We got to have like a... We got to have like a... Uh, disclaimer. Like a, a bumper at the beginning. Like <laughs> hey, do you want to do... Brandon something? Ball do not express the, <laughs> the opinions of the entire pod. Brandon's yeah, going to exactly. send some, like, some death threats to Gabe Sapolsky and be like, <laughs> from, from all of us. <laughs> through the pod account. Like, just so through it. the pod uh, account. Signed, yeah, Brandon, man. Chris, and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey. If I'm going down, I'm going to take the ship with me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> um, no, I just think, like like I said, I, I agree with you, Jordan. And I just think at this point, it's just like, okay. At this point, I'm like, all right, move on. Let's just get trios t- titles in here. Let's yeah. award the great uh, trios matches we've had. Because these dudes, like, all every time I see Death Triangle, or <clears throat> I know I, I, <laughs> I know I got to tune in. Um, I think it's, I, I, and Tony's talked about it. Like you said, like I, he has them made. Like they're, probably sitting in his office right now i'm just like fucking do it just fucking introduce them bring them out forbidden door why not just like be like hey we're gonna have a trios tournament bring in a couple trios from new japan and see what happens i don't know i like it i think i think i've always loved those like multi-man tag team matches but like i think the way that AEW trades them is way better than the way that i've ever seen you don't even you don't even need, I mean, looking at the roster, you don't even need to bring in trios from, you have House of Black, you have uh, Black True. Combat Club, you have Jericho Society. Christian, yeah, Jericho Society, yeah. Christian, and uh, fucking, what's it called? Uh, Jurassic, Jungle, Jurassic, Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic, Jurassic. Jurassic I mean, you can even do, if you're not putting Cole in the main event setting, you do um, him and him and well, Red yeah, Red Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the elite too. I mean, I mean, uh, who could you? Caster, Max Caster, and the Ass Boys. Yep. Yeah, Ass yeah, Boys, yeah. love it. Yeah. Who could you throw? Um, who Team could you Cash. throw the elite with right now? Who would be their third? Hangman. Uh, the Bucks and Hangman. They just changed. Uh, the Bucks just changed their cover photo on Twitter to a picture of them with Hangman in uh, Ring of Honor. Oh, so, so, I'm sorry, they're so fucking annoying. Bro, Brandon Color, oh, Brandon Color, dude. Oh, Brandon Color, man, do Brandon yeah, Color. Yeah, Brandon Color. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there we go. There Let's we go. go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Everybody. Jesus. <laughs> Brent, no more PSAs for Brandon. <laughs> right. I'm about to get myself canceled on this pod. Like every time Goodness I log on. Gracious, buddy boy. Oh man. Uh, anyway, um, I think, like I said, I think it's just time, and um, I don't know what he's waiting for. I don't. Um. So we can go into another match here, um, but I don't. Let's just cut it here. Fuck it. Fuck it here. All right. So I think my favorite match on the card uh, from Double or Nothing was. Anarchy in the arena. Um, I'm a huge fan of these like just brutal, violent matches. Like I used to like Chris will tell you this, Jordan. I actually Jordan, you probably probably remember this. When I was in high school, I used to watch a, C- a lot of CZW on yes, YouTube. Sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I used to love watching these kinds of matches and just like love like watching people just destroy themselves. Oh, and this match it that's it, crazy because that must be. Because I always say, like, CCW and watching old, like, Sammy Callahan or whatever else like that yeah. is what got me into indie wrestling, like, seeing that on YouTube. You must have been the fucker to show it to me. Probably, yeah. man. I re- crazy. Sick I Nick to- Mondo. Oh, yes. dude, met him about a year ago. Nicest no fucking guy in the I world. Bet. I bet. Um, I bet. I think I was watching – I think I watched a couple of Luke Harper matches when I was in high school with him on CCW. Um, or not – was it Luke Harper? I mean, it might have been Luke Harper. Yeah. A little Necro yeah, Butcher. Yes, yeah. Necro, like, I, Necro I, rock. Yeah, Necro. I used 
I used to like Jordan, you'll know this in the ATC, right? Like the, yes, the academic yes. building that new. So at Jordan and I's high school, Chris, there was this new, I um, went to the ATC. Yeah, you, you did. You did go there. That was the ATC, baby. I know the ATC. Yeah, yeah. the ATC, baby. Um, there was a uh, there's this huge computer lab that was built when I was like a sophomore in high school. So like Where? I used to sit in there, and Jordan would come by, and like he would walk in because he knew I would be sitting on the freaking computer watching wrestling, and that was probably where you first saw CCW. But um, Anarchy in the Arena, getting back on track, there is something beautiful, Before something romantic. There he is. There's the guy. Oh, right amazing. Yep, nice, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Amazing. Fucking yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, what what great radio to just show a picture that no one can see. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Love it. Um, so I think I was going to say, like, there's this term about baseball, right? Like, like from Moneyball, where it's like, how can you not feel romantic about baseball? When I saw Eddie Kingston walking down that stage covered in blood with a freaking tank of gasoline and just like hobbling like a zombie. I was like, I cannot feel anything but romance for wrestling in this moment. <laughs> like, this is the great, like one of the greatest visuals I have ever seen in my life. And he is legit a zombie and just fucking with gasoline in his For me, the moment. I mean, I, I love wrestling and I yeah. have nothing but respect for wrestlers. But there are very, like, I'm a very weak man, so I could probably be get my ass kicked by most wrestlers if they really wanted to. But Eddie Kingston is one of the few guys who is genuinely like, oh, that man's a killer. Like, yeah, that yes. guy, like, can flip a switch, which is also so impressive because you see the photos of him online, you hear the stories of him being such like, a sweet, like, down-to-earth locker room leader, someone who's so, like, open and, and, and uh, wears his heart on the sleeve around mental health. And so to be able to have both sides of him, I mean, talk about just like a versatile generational performer. Every promo he cuts, I'm like, he's actually speaking this. This is all shoot. Like when he was in Jericho's face and Jericho was like leaning back in his seat on Dynamite Dude, I was like, this is this is a dude that will literally just jump Jericho after he leaves the arena tonight. Like he's not he's not fucking around anybody. And that's the way I feel about Mox, which makes them such a great compare but like eddie's on a whole nother level in that sense like whole i think level. i mean it could just as easily be the summer of eddie man I, I don't know why not <laughs> i, I, I want to see it eventually but i don't want to see eddie i mean him him beating mox and then beating tanahashi would be crazy i would rather see him win it in like a proper story I yeah guess. like an mjf or punk as opposed to like uh get panic button go right yeah. right right he, yeah. he deserves more of a focus story yeah. Yeah, for sure yeah. like, uh one 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 spot in the map i mean i guess you can call it a spot um was when the camera zoomed in on a bloodied tattered brian danielson and he's just like huffing puffing and he starts screaming like I'm going to kick his fucking head in. So Jordan, yeah. one thing you don't know, but know about me when Brian Danielson came in to AEW, I was like, finally, we get the kick your head in chant. Five uh-huh. game, finally. It's in the theme song, dude. It's and in the nobody, nobody did it at any show. And we, they, they finally did it. Okay, did it. They did do it at Grand Slam. They did it at Grand Slam. You yes, can hear they it. Did. Did they? So they, they did it. The, they did it at the Boston show with us. And, and okay. we okay. asked our buddies, like, can you hear it on TV? Cause I'm losing my voice trying to get the fucking <laughs> children around me to scream. I'm going to kick your fucking head in. You're going to get your fucking head kicked in, whatever. Um, okay. I, I did not know it was a grand slam, but when he screamed that I had an embarrassing, just mark out fucking moment. Just, I was just absolutely fucking ecstatic. It, it is so cool to see this guy who I like watched his passion get ripped 
from like yeah. business he loves for what seemed like years and like a near retirement and all this. It, shit it was happened. it was twenty yeah sixteen and then he didn't come back till twenty. So I, I mean, it was a couple of years. Yeah. And to see him now, like I mean, arguably, I mean, Punk gets so much of this talk, but like Danielson should get. I have as much as Punk does, I think. I mean, he is maybe doing some of the best wrestling, best working that he's done in his life. And he works a slower style than he used to in like his 20s. I mean, I don't know if you can call it slower, less risky style, but I mean, he's doing some of his best work that he's done his entire career. And it's it's the picture from 2011 of Zack Ryder, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk. And now you oh CM Punk and Brian Danielson killing it in AEW, Matt Cardona, like NWA champion, killing it. Destroying the indie scene. (laughs) He's he's (laughs) crazy. He's the no, best, best guy on the indie scene right now. He's I the mean, if, 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 left in wrestling, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. To your point, I think to your point, Chris, like I, I love Daniel Bryan. Like I watched Daniel Bryan before I knew who Bryan Danielson was. I loved the the U.S. title run. I, I like yeah. the World Heavyweight title run. Team Hell No, his yeah. sort of underdog story to WrestleMania 30. All great, but like, man, it's so good to not see this guy as like an underdog who's like oh, fighting yeah. up and like needs the fan support and somehow right. some way this scrappy little guy can do it that's great and he did great in that role yeah but to see him as like a no-no like we're not talking about oh this guy's a nerd and looks like a goat and he's short it's like no this guy will kick your fucking head he's in. a fucking serious scary technician and yeah. you should be yeah. terrified and it's cool because my my introduction to brian danielson was i bought a i bought a pro wrestling illustrated Oh, dude, it's so funny you mentioned that. I went to the grocery store today and I was thinking about, man, I'm so sad. They no longer have I know. the Wrestling Illustrated section. And growing yeah. up, that, along with watching Brandon's crazy. It's how I got everything, dude. <laughs> that's how I got into <laughs> That's how I knew who, that's how yeah. I knew who, like, Tyler Black was. That's, so I would, like, I would, like, look, like, I would look up their names in there and I would go look up. I would do, like, the move compilations on YouTube. And I would sort of, like, I would watch a couple promos and i get a feel for these guys since I didn't know how to watch, like, I, I'm so excited for this art, like the ROH stuff to get uploaded because I've never been able to watch it in sequence. Yeah. You really so, of it? Huh? You, you haven't seen any of it? N- not like in order. I've seen like ma- matches here and there. I've seen like shows, but it's like, I've never watched everything in order. It was like, like ECW. I never got to either until they put it on the network. And I got to like sit down and watch the whole thing in order. Dude, the, uh, I remember like reading like a full, like 10 page spread about like El Generico and Kevin Steen. Yes, dude. It's funny oh. man, like brothers turn to run like well this this is so cool what is yeah it? so yeah. they had i i think it like it was after like a um it was after like a danielson joe program i think and it was just a like a huge like in the middle of the magazine huge excerpt of like the american dragon brian danielson and it was like all about like basically like telling the story about his style like how he came to be and i was enthralled with this guy because it's like like I, you know, the only thing I was really watching was WWE at the time. I'm like, okay, a guy like this, he's he would not be taken seriously because like they don't look at wrestling that way. You don't see you don't see him beating Cena. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You as you as a kid, yeah. like you don't see him beating Cena or the Undertaker. Right, but in like but in like a serious wrestling context, you look at this and he's like like I'm I'm looking at pics of like cattle mutilation. I'm like, holy fuck, dude! <laughs> like Jesus Christ! And, yeah, and like seeing him. So like at, at that point in his career, Ring of Honor Indies, he was taking fucking seriously as that he was like you know this is this is the next william regal this is the next bret hart this is like this guy was like you know he was like trained in like you know he had Shawn michaels training they had regal's training and then it's like this is the fucking this is the apex guy he's next up and then he gets to wwe and he's just kind of you know 
he's like the the little guy in in Nexus, and it's just like, and then he gets you know shit canned for the Justin Roberts spot, which I thought was off, but whatever. No. <laughs> um, but it's it is like finally it took him. Chris, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I'm 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 dwelling. Go ahead. You've seen that photo of when he first came? It's I think Justin Roberts posted it, like it's him and Danielson and Danielson like looking at him, like looking at at the at, the, at his neck, and Justin Roberts is like holding his tie away. From him. <laughs> it's great. So well. Funny. My only input into this conversation, Brian Danielson is in 6'4", 270 pounds, so I don't like him. So let's move wow. on. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> you know, this should be this should be your ongoing thing because it's true. It's true. It, you know what? When we when we used to like create ourselves in wrestling games, Brandon used to be six seven, six Damn five. Right. He was he was Brandon Nigers. He was Batista ass build. Damn right, baby. You were always Damn right. You were uh, no, spear you know bitches you, into oblivion, baby. That's me. spear and bitches. I've told you this for years. Your guy, if you want, like, if you go through and watch ECW, Mike Awesome would. Yeah, I love, I love Mike Awesome. I've actually got to watch him a lot more recently since I got Not, back right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, my thing, like, with Danielson, um, on a real note, is that like I agree with you, Chris, in a sense that it's like, and Jordan, you said this too, where it's like he was always the underdog, but seeing this dude as like a legit killer is exactly what Danielson needed at this point in his career. He made shit tons of money being the underdog. Like let's not, let's, yeah, it's not sugarcoat it, right? Like he had probably the top two WrestleMania moments over the last 10 years. So like, or 20 years. So it's like, okay, like he, he did really well, but like, like you said, Chris, going back to this, like, I'm legit going to kick your tooth out. Well, which that's, he did to Colt Cabana that's <laughs> like, like recently. That's yeah, it's legit yeah. who he is. He's not a he's not a mountain goat. Yeah, he's a vegan. Yeah, he whatever. But like he still is. Like he told Vince before he signed the contract with AEW, he said, "I want to bleed," and Vince said, "I can't give you that." And then that's why Danielson. Like, so funny. How that's many, just who he is. How many wrestlers? And and you know what? I don't I don't hold the blood stuff against WWE all the time because i know like uh, like if it's a sponsors thing whatever maybe maybe blood blood is more important than other companies maybe that's just what it is um but the amount of wrestlers that we've heard tell vince walking out the door that's an issue yeah that's an issue well i mean when you don't have it at all jericho yeah yeah when you don't have it at all it just kind of lose i mean this is the thing that i have a little bit with AEW. it's like yeah sometimes they overuse it but it still is used in a good way in a sense like Yuta would yeah. not have been as over as he was after his match with Mox if, if he wasn't a fucking disgusting, bloody mess that he like legit spurting blood out of his eyebrows. Like, See, I, disgusting. I, I don't think blood can be. I don't think blood can be overused because it's real. Yeah. No, I that is, that. I, it I is another that. man hitting you in the face with his hands and feet and maybe chairs, maybe fucking you know barbed wire glass tubes. You're gonna bleed. And that's no, like, get, no, you know like what I mean? Hardcore it, matches, like, yeah. I get that. No, even, but, but like in anything, it's like, if a guy's, if, if a guy's taking like 40, 40 punches to the face, like he's facing like, you're going to bleed, you know, like, <laughs> like Danielson, you're facing someone like Danielson, you're getting kicked in the face repeatedly. You're going to have some blood. And that's just like, yeah. that's what makes it. It's not WWE tried like, and of course there's like attitude. error was a big part of this blood became a spectacle and yeah. it's, AEW does treat it like it's this Real. is the cost of the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how wrestling should be. That's how I mean. That's how it was in all the the old school. You know, Roddy Piper and we talked about Te- it earlier. Them, Texas yeah. Bull Rope match. You know, that's like yeah. blood told the story. Yeah, hundred percent. Anyway. I just and I think I think you're right. Where it's like WWE turned it like first blood match, right? Like it's a spectacle now. It's not like we're gonna we're gonna bleed just because we're showing how brutal this fight is it's like let's make this into a stipulation now and then it kind of turns into like 
okay, blood is, you know, I mean, I get it. Like, I understand what you mean. And I, I think I fall into that trap where it's like, I feel like sure. blood kind of is used as a spectacle. It makes yeah. me pop harder in a sense. And I get, and I get it. Like, I understand that it's real. Yeah. Like if I'm, if me as Brandon, if I get punched in the face once, I'm going to bleed. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it should like get you. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't be like, Oh shit, blood. Cause like, that's, that's human yeah. nature. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, like yeah. as, as human beings, we see another guy get hit in the face and we see like someone's blue. We're like, Oh shit. That's just yeah, like, that must like, really <laughs> hurt. <laughs> just what it is. Yeah. So like, but, but like, like, no, to your point, it is still like that's still the exciting thing to happen. Um, yeah, like the uh, what was it? The I just think it kind of loses it kind of loses its flair a little bit if it's like used every single week. You know what I mean? Like, look, if it's used every not week fair. in a sense, if it's used in a week every week in a sense where it's like Danielson or Moxley, we know those guys just like to have people bleed in front of them. So and they like to bleed themselves. So it's like okay, I can get behind that. But if it's like just like any old main event, like every single week, and someone ends up being a bloody mess. I can understand why it can get a little kind of repetitive in a sense, but like guess, yeah. in a sense, yes, like I said, we were there in the building when Yuta was bleeding all over the place and we were going like, we didn't have our voices back for like two weeks because of how I'm so we jealous of you. Fucker. Uh, you, you, you we hear, we so, saw the best card the, in, in W or in dynamite this year. Like, the most insane like wrestling fan thing I've ever said. And I, I, I Brandon, I'm pretty sure I said it to you when we were there because we went up, we went up and we all got to like slap hands with Yuta after they did the whole embrace with Regal. We got to and, slap Yuta on the back when he fought right in front of us yeah, yeah, yeah. with Moxley I, I, on I, I, I We were right on the floor. Yeah, we were on the floor. Right and and so so we just started running up to the gate because it was like, you know, we're at a, we're at a wrestling show. It's, it's yeah. the main event. We're it. running to the fucking thing. Um, but so so like I, I like slapping hands with Yuta and I turn to Brandon. This is complete. I'm not even thinking. I'm like, damn, dude, I didn't get any blood on me. <laughs> he was like yeah i remember that and i was like and i was like damn i looked at my hand too and i was like damn like how do i explain that to somebody who doesn't watch this like fuck i didn't get this guy's blood all over my hand i just watched him bleed buckets shit i'm like i would have i would have angled my hand differently to like to just to just to get i'm like damn dude you would have blood from the fucking yeah. mox match but yeah insane remember, shit it's insane fucking sport i think that was crazy people dude insane yeah. dude it's insane i think I, I i went to i went to an indie show i don't know if you guys are familiar with ricky Shane page death match i uh big big indie dude former ccw wrestler for many years brandon mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, he had like a, like a 10,000 thumbtack match. And I remember he came out after intermission and he saw me, uh, and, and I went to that show with, I, I've been going to this company pretty regularly at this point. Um, and I brought a couple of friends who had never been to wrestling. Like they maybe saw once or twice on TV. <laughs> they had never like been to WWE. They had never been to an indie show. First yeah. time ever seeing this shit live. And this guy comes up, he goes, Hey, you were cheering me. Uh, these were in my back. And he pulls out a, like a, a handful of thumbtacks and he goes, do you want them? I'm like, yeah, dude, fuck yeah, RSP, baby, let's That's go. So and amazing. I and my friends are like, why did you what take that man's thumbtack? Why wouldn't you? Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, not everyone's a crazy freak like this. Uh, it's it's crazy. I don't think I've ever I would had, like put I mean, those in a bag and hang them. Well, okay. Yeah. One yeah. More yeah, what did you do with them? I, I got to know. Yeah. I, I, I kept, I think they might yeah. still be in some closet or drawer somewhere. I'll have to see if I can so figure them out. I definitely dude. kept them. I remember I also, this was many years prior when I was even younger, I saw Carlito at an indie show and he had the apple, he spit the yeah. apple out and he threw it out and I caught the apple. Nice. For two <laughs> full years, I had that apple in a plastic bag in my freezer. Amazing. That's Carlito's <laughs> apple. 
for two years. Dude. Yeah, I know your mom Holy and your dad were like, okay. Oh, we're not pleased, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> like a fucking happy Trying to explain to your amazing. mother, yeah, why you need a hey, why his, you need hey, half take it from me. Take it from me. His mom gets it. <laughs> At that point, she uh, does. If anyone does, she got true. it. Um I think I think I because that was my first ever like tape show. Like I had been to like two, maybe three indie matches like during college here in Chicago. Sure. Um, but I had never been like to a where tape show. Whereabouts are you gone? Uh, I can't remember the companies, man. But like they were, there was one in Rosemont, Illinois. I went to, um, there was one in, uh, I was Roma, Rosemont. There was one, there was actually two in Rosemont I went to. And then there was one in, uh, on, in DePaul. Oh. Uh, the, like on the campus um and it was like a convention hall or something like around the i forget i honestly forget the names of the companies but like when i was in college there was a, a senior that i was friends with um and he was a huge wrestling nut too he actually had the same um pepsi tattoo as as cm punk yeah like legit yes. like on his on his bicep wow. and um we was like i was like i told him i was like are you referencing something there or is am i missing something he goes no this is do you, do you watch wrestling i said fuck yeah let's sit down and have a beer <laughs> let's, let's talk um, oh yeah but the reason why i was saying that was because um that was the first tape show i've ever been to and i don't think i've ever had a better experience and as a wrestling fan in my life like i've popped at home i've you know seen watched matches with chris i've watched wrestlemania's with chris we popped together i watched wrestlemania with you jordan and like we've popped but like being there in that environment, watching Moxie walk right past us while wild, like while Justin Roberts is screaming, yeah! like legit, like walking. Like it was just, it's, there's something wrestling is made for the live audience and like, you can watch it at home and Jordan, I'm sure you get this, like being a ring announcer. Like it's all about how the fans in the arena are feeling. And man, like, I don't like, plus not not only was it great because it was my first one but like second it was legit the best card i could have ever asked for like unless like the only thing i could have asked for was cm punk coming out that night but legit we got ftr versus bucks we got moxie versus uh yuda we got c willow where nightingale was, where was punk uh, he was filming that was the t- around the time that he would, like took some weeks off for filming i was so, so like, annoyed dude uh we were legit, I'm like, it's and- like i'm like i know you just hate like the boston bruins i know that's what this is about <laughs> dude, i i i went to- i know this is some hockey bullshit yeah, 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 right. <laughs> you fucker you red some kind of hockey you fucking yeah i went to i went to i saw his return live i had extra money so i flew to chicago for that which was incredible and then i saw wow him. really you were there for the uh, you were there night. I was there. Unbelievable. Yep. I did not know yep. that. La- like so last mad. minute. Well, it's crazy because I, I just like over COVID, I just did nothing but work. And so I had a yep. fuck ton of money saved up. And so I actually flew out to Charlotte last summer to see Nick Gage because that's that's my guy. Nice. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. That's, another CZ, that's another CZW guy. Yes. yes, yep. yes. Well, the whole thing with GCW is that Gage was like their ace and fucking Brett and was <laughs> like a CZW ref. Right. They were, they're like, all right, fuck off, DJ Hyde, and then they did. Um. Anyway, it's a different story for a different time. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So went over Nick Gage, and that was the night where Tony Schiavone was like, "We have this special show, the first dance," and like everyone was chanting CM Punk, and they panned to the crowd while they were chanting CM Punk. So people were like, "Oh fuck, is this happening?" And then they had the Darby pre-tape where he was like, "I don't care if you're the best in the world." Yeah. And they basically yeah. said it was Punk without Punk, and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta." Go I have to go. Punk. Yeah, you have to go. Specifically for that, only time I've ever been to Chicago. Don't regret it for a second. Like, biggest pop I have or ever will hear. Like, impossible to describe. I think it's it's probably the loudest pop I've ever heard. Like, ever. I mean, some of the Stone 
some of the Stone Cold pops are pretty loud. And I, crazy, I have to give it that, you can but. hear you can hear the pop fuck with the audio. On oh, it. It like it's like times. that was something else, dude. They it was like three times, and each time it's louder than the last one. It's mm-hmm. nuts. It's, it's like crazy. you can literally hear like high pitch crackling, and it's, you're like, it's oh, they when the music broke. hits. It's when he comes out, and then it's when yeah. he's on the, like the top. Oh, woo! Like, about it, I'd even I'd even argue too, like maybe it, maybe it was four times because like when he went down on his like when he went down on his knee too, people were going crazy like mm-hmm. that. I like the fact like w- I remember watching that because that was I think that was the first Chris that was the first AEW show I ever watched. Yeah, because Chris was te- Chris texted me that morning and said, "Uh, you need to watch AEW tonight because CM Punk yes. is coming back." Because I had ar- and, I had already started watching. By that yes, point. and I tuned I tuned in, and I remember like when they came out of the when they came out of the uh, the break, yeah, and the crowd was just going. Sh-. I was like, "This is already loud." I'm about to watch something unreal, and as soon as it happened, man, I was like, "Oh, I had to unreal. I had to help a friend uh, move that night, so I was like, I was like, "All right, I'll get I'll get time at home. I'll like I'll get home in time for it. It's fine." Yeah. Ended up ended up taking a little longer because moving always oh. does. <laughs> Fret not because I pulled over <laughs> on my drive home. And I, I like, I was checking Twitter. I'm like, what, what, when's this motherfucker coming out? Come on. Like, like what times, like, and then as soon as I like knew it was time, fucking went sideways on the phone, YouTube TV on. Cause when I, I saw my, my parents' subscription pulled right over and I just had like a Marco moment in my fucking Ugh. car. And Dude, I'm like, the, the fucking energy in that place. Cause Tony came up before him and was like, we have a very special night. And the whole yeah. crowd chanting CM Punk. And he's like, and then they played the Michael Jordan song, Serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, it, it, I just like, it's it's what you live for, man. Like, oh, it's, man, it's, I it's love it. Dude, I, you're like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say the reason I bring it up is because I then saw Punk in Newark when I was home for that uh, in January. It was the Dynamite where him and MJF had some promo battles, so that was sick. But he didn't wrestle. And then I saw him a month later in Cleveland, and that was, again, where him and MJF didn't wrestle. And man, I've seen CM Punk three times, but I have not seen. Yeah, I've not seen him wrestle once. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I saw well, him wrestle um, when I went to Raw as a kid. Uh, there was an Intercontinental. It was actually, I, I believe, it was when he won the Intercontinental title. Um, was it Regal, maybe. It, it was him and Regal. It was fucking awesome. They had some great awesome. matches, dude. They, they did. Yeah. Regal, Regal, very. I mean, I know he's not underrated at this point, but during his career, very, 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 very underrated. Wrestling. I mean, that was very that underrated. was easily match of the night i mean it was yeah. incredible it was and I, I i can't tell i can't remember if punk won the intercontinental title. i'm pretty sure he did that night or it was it or it was a defense after he won it i mean they had a flight ton of matches I've yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah i did i did like a rewatch of 2008 2009 wwe and like nice. they yeah. Do you yeah remember the regal angle where he won king of the ring i think it got it got scrapped after like three weeks because he violated this policy mm-hmm. he like <laughs> took over and he like went in the into the production truck at one point and like cut raw early yeah. and like sat on the throne like that is, is great I'm sure yeah so much greater but like underrated man Under, another yeah. underrated underutilized guy like he could have been I would have, I would have argued you could have given William Regal JBL spot when he was going against C. That's I've always said. That's that. always like, been my argument. Uh, yeah, I've always said, I've always said like JBL. Look, I get it. JBL at that time like was very detestable in a sense where like everybody hated him, but like especially after he fucked over the APA. But like I think or tore apart the APA. But like I think at the end of it, it's like I always said like Regal should have had that spot. If they put Regal in that spot, 
he would have been so much i think he would have probably escalated himself to like continuing like would have continued probably longer than jbl would have um but whatever but speaking of cm punk there was I mean, also hey, that, one I, I really love that uh the jbl eddie matches and the uh the jbl cena matches oh they're great or, or, yes, I, I, I do want to point out thank you because brandon was trying to be sneaky with a segue you just i know it's you see you see what i'm fucking talking about dude you see what i'm talking about Brita loves getting Ooh. his shit in Riddle loves getting his shit in. Just be like, anyway, well, we're gonna. I thought the fucking conversation was over. Fuck me, Jesus Christ! All right, speaking of CM Punk, what do you want to talk about, Brandon? Apparently, it's all about you. Exactly, Brandon. Anyway, guys, guys, I'll 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 segue to Brandon's point. So let me segue away from Chris's segue into another segue into CM Punk versus Page at Double or Nothing, the main event. Um, I, I kind of look back on this now kind of with a sour taste just because it's like, damn, like Punk wins and he's gone. Like, I, I really, it really, it sucks and it, you know, you know, it has to happen here. But like, I, I honestly thought the match was fantastic. I know there was like a couple botches with the buckshot, but I think honestly, like, those like when he like flipped over and he fell, I think he fell like twice when he did the flip over the, the ropes when uh, he was going to try the buckshot. Yeah. I was like, that was definitely what did it. You could yeah, like, but I, you know, you could tell his leg was a little gimpy after that. But yeah. I also was like, I was also like, that kind of works. Like punk is 43. This is not a move that he does. He never does. Like he does like springboards out of the corner sometimes, whatever. But like, this is not something punk usually does. So I was like, you know, it kind of adds to the aesthetic. And I thought the match itself was great. Um, I don't think it was the best match on the card, but like, I think just the ending itself, just watching CM Punk becoming a champion again, like, you know, 12, uh, whatever it was, 15 year old me was just, or 12 year old me at that point was just like, I am in amazed. I'm amazed. I'm so happy right now. Like I cannot be happier as a person than watching my favorite wrestler alive right now, just winning again and just being at the top of that mountain. He was crying and it was just, it was fantastic. I just loved it. But now amazing. it's amazing. Now it's not happening. <laughs> Until he comes back. And do we have a time yeah, yeah. when he comes back? Or they so that? Tanahashi today announced that he's inviting, which uh, this means I assume Ta- Tanahashi putting over whoever he faces at Forbidden Door, but he invited Punk to Wrestle Kingdom in January. Unless that's where they do the unification. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to assume. You think they're going to, oh, you think you, they unified the interim and the actual title at. I'm just saying, like, if I don't think Tanahashi's winning, but it would be crazy yeah. if Tanahashi won, held it until Wrestle came and Punk beat him there. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's not a horrible seven months. Was that seven I don't months? Know why not. Dude, why? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm big. Like, with when shit like this happens, you got to just kind of throw a fucking didn't, wrench in. Didn't, didn't Rio fight in Japan with the women's title? Yeah. 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 Why not? I would, I wouldn't. I honestly, like, now that, now we, that, now we say this, and especially with Mox being the one that, or, I don't know if it's going to be Mox, but whoever wins this battle Royal and then faces Mox and wins or whoever wins that match, like kind of leaves it up in the air. Now that you say that it's like, do I really think the AEW is going to champion is going to go over or do they have a storyline where a championship is being fought in new Japan now? Who's your, obviously there's like people that it, that it could be. And like, it's more likely just logically dream match, forget any logic, forget anything. Who's like your ideal person that is to go up against no, Tanahashi? Like, who, oh, okay. Whoever who, yeah, yeah, whoever beats, let, let's assume they beat Tanahashi and okay. they hold the belt until Punk comes back. Let's just say it's an who's your like 
scenario. Dream scenario? Yeah, not anything like rooted in logic. I'm just wondering. I okay. would I would say Mox, but now that you guys say it, I think at this point I want it to be MJF. Yeah. I want this, yeah, I want this MJF whole battle royal. I want this whole battle royal thing to be a front. So like towards the end of the battle royal, MJF comes out of the crowd, comes into the ring. There you go. The last person. There you go. That's it. He's the one that goes on to face. That's Mox. a good one. That's a he good beats one. Mox. And then it's or, like, what the fuck just happened? You could have, you could have like Sean Spears claim a spot and yeah. he, he like switches with MJF with the last MJF. second. Yeah. Because oh, you could do it, man. you could do it like they're like pooling lottery numbers, and he just gives his MJF. Oh man! <laughs> I feel like, like literally, uh, you see him handed to him. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I man. mean, I mean, how sick would it be? Let's. I mean, is it? A, is it like a? Are they sending them out at a? I don't like, know on a like time a thing, or is it like a battle, battle royale? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, don't know. it would be pretty fucking interesting if the last entrance is Sean Spears and he comes out. And he just like turns around and the music comes on. That'd be pretty good. Oh, my yeah. like, my delete like, totally. Like, oh, God. yeah. I was more on Jordan's side where I'm like, I want him to come to the crowd. I don't want any entrance whatsoever. Yeah. I want it to be like at the end of the show, right? Where it's like Mox is sitting sidelines, like watching on or whatever. And then like everybody's going at it towards the end of the battle royal, like right, like at like 9 59. He comes yeah. like 9 58, 9 p.m. Eastern time. He comes in and it's like, what the hell? And then like he wins and then it cuts to black. I would fuck, I would go crazy, dude. I would go nuts. It would be awesome. I think I mean, that would be that would be pretty awesome. But I do think you guys are undervaluing one name, and that's my man, Dr. Luther, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, all right, brother. Okay, all right. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> In my mind, it's MJF or, yeah, it's, it's or Brandon Cutler. Or Brennan Color. I mean, they yes. just they have this thing going on with Mox and and the Jericho guy. I just, I, I don't. Yeah. I Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, look, if you want to rehash Mox versus Jericho, I know that didn't really, you know, it was fine for what it was. You're just, I know you're. I mean, I watched that some of those show like matches back, and I was like, yeah, this is mostly just to give Mox the title. I get that. Um, I just Jericho I doesn't know. need that spot. No, no, he doesn't. But like somebody like Garcia. Yeah. Maybe. Somebody like I I mean I'm I'd be very uh is is Yuta in Japan? He's no, he's like back. coming back now. Okay. Yeah, back. I mean, come on. I, I mean my, my pick's Yuta, man. I, I don't know. I just like if we're picking like guys we just want to see, like if they if I want to have a company just kind of run with someone for like a month, it would be Yuta. Just and maybe it's the bias of seeing him live, but he, I mean incredible. I mean, what what about like hook? Like it sounds crazy, but like that guy's I'm like, with it. Dude, dude why not fucking wardlow? Oh, <laughs> oh like, my dude, god come on. I, I didn't think about that run on why the bottom oh why that not? would be sick as and then shit. who's who's more fucking over as a baby face in the company right now if, and, and, and if you want to do the mjf thing is i feel like i feel like even if punk you're rather if even if mjf doesn't win the battle royal and like he's not champion heading into burger yeah. for indoor make word though like a, a killer transitional chin have him like beat mox beat tanahashi be champion yeah. till like all out yeah chicago mjf can take it from wardlow and by then punk will probably be close to coming back and they can yeah and it's also it's like wardlow is a guy who can convincingly like as an just a pure ass kicker beat your beat like the top stars you know what i mean and it's it's believable that you have him literally kind of play that like that brock goldberg role like they were doing at wwe but it's like i've seen this guy only fuck people up and i've seen him be nearly impenetrable nearly 
just he just runs up with a shield. He doesn't really get hit. He doesn't really get knocked over. Why the fuck can't he beat Mox? I didn't even think about Wardlow. You know, yeah, dude, I, it was great. great. I feel like it was great. Right there. That's great. And I'm saying Wardlow holds it until All Out, which is yeah. September, and then MJF screws Wardlow out of it, beats Wardlow for it in Chicago. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Amazing. I don't Amazing. know, dude. I don't know. Love it. Uh, we tried to get these projects together and then all like literally within like 15 minutes the next day i wake up chris like has completely smashed my fucking project <laughs> like but like it's not on purpose it's not on purpose. not on purpose we get we so this is how it happened we got on the bus because i was staying at chris's house the night and then chris legit like just sat on my project bus like legit like walked onto the bus I sat down on the window. Chris sat down in the aisle and just legit no! sat on my project. So what's so funny, what's so funny is like the whole, like the whole deal with our parents with like letting us order the pay-per-view and like, like watch it on a school night was that like, we would stay up to beat the projects. This is, I only agreed to this because I, I thought Shawn Michaels was going over. I didn't know. <laughs> Mark, Mark boy. I was, Mark. I didn't, I didn't know this motherfucker was retiring, dude. I was like, <laughs> What? what so 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 my my project i did like a video presentation of something jordan i brought the flip video to my teacher the next day i handed her the recorder and i was like yeah if you just watch like clips uh two four seven eight thirteen <laughs> that's it say, i was like don't watch this- all the ones where like brandon's making like dumbass voices and like we're like do we're doing you like to say, Jordan, we failed. marking out to Sean Michaels. Yeah, yeah, we, we failed. Both we failed. failed. We both <laughs> failed these projects. These were failed projects. Um, anyway, so I was going to touch on, um, so after the pay-per-view, um, I was thinking about this and I, I remember just being like worn out because like I, I watched this on a, like seven o'clock, maybe six 30 central time on a, on a Tuesday. Right. I didn't stay up at eight till like eight o'clock Eastern to watch the whole thing. So I literally like towards the end of this pay-per-view am exhausted. And I started thinking, I'm like, yeah, maybe those people are right that are saying that these pay-per-views are getting a little long. Um, I don't think it's the fact that like the, the time length was long, <laughs> just the fact that there was legit like 16 matches on this card. 13. All, yeah. It was like 12 or 13. I was over exaggerating, but like Fuck. it, yeah, no. Um, and plus, I did watch the pre-show because I wanted to see Hookhausen, and I loved them. But like, fourteen, fourteen, including fourteen. Yeah, yeah, including Hookhausen. So like those matches, I'm like, damn. Like, I get it. Like, you want to, and I know that Tony bought the extra hour to allow uh, Martha Hart to kind of just like riff however long she wanted because she deserved it and she was fantastic and it was awesome. Um, I just think like I, I got to the end of it and I was like, man, I love that CM Punk one. I loved all the matches, but like, I just can't think about it. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta separate myself from the wrestling for a second. Cause I literally was, I was like, great match, 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 match. And like, there is something to say with how WWE does their shit with their premier live events where it's like, it's not just match after match after match after Excuse match. Me, Brandon, the premium live event. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? This premier. Say? Uh, whatever, whatever. Mm. So, so fuck me, right? My, my so silence, like, my silence right now is definite. Because <laughs> how dare you, me, Mark? Stephanie, Mark. Stephanie would be so disappointed. <laughs> Jesus. What can I say, man? 
Brandon's one of those. Brandon's one of those like uh like guys Vince, on Twitter Vince who's has like given me every taking, all of his hardest battles. He has given me all of his hardest. He's battles. taking like zoomed in. You're his strongest soldier. What were you saying, Chris? He's taking like zoomed in photos of Stephanie McMahon's hand. He's like, yeah, I'm not seeing a ring. What's going on? He's like one of those guys who's like Stephanie McMahon might I be single. Guys, we don't know for a fact. I, I am Stephanie McMahon's reply guy, if, that, if that's what you're saying. That, that is me. Um, that's the title of the podcast right there. <laughs> Dude, we <laughs> were, we, I, I, don't, I don't know if this was the last episode, but I'm not letting Brandon live this down because it was ridiculous. We're talking what? about what, like, what Sasha did for, like, the women's revolution because we were talking, we, like, it was in the aftermath hey, of, like, taking- her okay. leaving. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Brandon gives, he, he talks about how, like, the women's, the, like, women's wrestling in the WWE, like, they're losing their push backstage they're losing no no because and then he's like and then stephanie man is being out i'm like this is not where i was going with that at all my wife my muse my soul mate (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck she's a billion dollar princess all i was saying is Stephanie that- McMahon started the women's revolution. True. What I was based, saying. Based as fuck. That's not what I was saying. saying. What we're all thinking. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's, I, I'm not. So anyway, uh, what I was saying in that was the That's fact right. that right. Hit a segue. there That's is, right. there is, no, 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 no. I'm going to talk on this. I was just saying the fact that um, not only have Sasha and and, and uh, Naomi walked, um, but there have yeah, also been real quick. Is this is this is this what, what I'm getting you? To do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Home, I mean, I'm it's gonna buy that. It's a t-shirt that says "Steph for Business." No, okay. uh, so now it's just Roman. Oh, now we got Joe, Jordan Roman season over here. Oh um, man. <laughs> Um, all i was saying was the fact that there have been reports of these like of of people going into the to the women's locker room and talking about how to dress prettier and how to dress more for tv i just felt like and now that stephanie now that i've learned a lot more about the stephanie situation apparently was vince trying to get her out um but like i i just thought of it being like okay maybe we're moving towards the diva the divas revolution again oh my god <laughs> i'm done all right i'm done i'm done i'm off my high horse i'm off my step i'm off my step pedestal that was okay? cruel but it had to be done i'm i'm, I'm always going to die for my girls dixie carter and stephanie's man those are my ladies this is this is great this is a great oh, ongoing thing i'm gonna I've already, women, the pod, this, is, this is the name of the pod this is the name of the title of this this episode the, the episode where brandon cancels that is the chance oh, I'll, I'll get awfully creative with the title oh, i know you will i know you will um, I, i'm seeing like i'm seeing a photoshop of my head on triple h's body with fit like with a picture of steph and their kids oh no so i already I'm i already got something this. much better so you know the uh you know this i forget exactly which simpsons episode but it's when homer um puts like makes like a little collage at his work to like inspire yes. him to oh, do, do it for her, <laughs> do it for her. <laughs> and i'm just gonna like i'm I'm gonna post this on the Twitter. It's just a bunch of pictures of Stephanie McMahon, and it's just Brandon. Dude, I was gonna say if you go with uh, the photo of like Triple H and Stephanie and their kids, then make Brandon Triple H and make me and you the kids, Chris. I think that's 
that's the winner right there. No, that's the new logo. That's not. Oh, that's not the. That's, that's not the font. That's that the font is so the logo. Funny. That's the yeah, logo. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, uh, me uh, talking to myself later, who's e- editing this pod. Um, <laughs> get on Do both of those now. It's a good Do idea. That. Do it. that Trust now. Me, you're gonna listen and be like, "Oh, that's stupid." It, it's not. <laughs> Do it. Fuck. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. I I do think Goofus aside, there's something to your point about like how you could see a real changing guard. And I think like, I don't know, wrestling, wrestling kind of comes in cycles, right? Where it's like, they'll value one thing for a very long time until they won't. They'll like tag team wrestling until they don't. They'll like a brand split until they don't. Smackdown will be the priority until it isn't. Nick Nick Khan posing in front of the grave of the McMahon Helmsley era. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, I don't know. It's it's gonna be an interesting couple of years. But that's that's all I can for say. For sure, for sure. I, that's all I was saying too. Like you didn't have to fucking oh, yeah. jump on me. Like I'm you were. I mean, Brandon, you basically mark. told me yeah, that right. uh, you you were the one that told me that Stephanie McMahon trained Sasha Banks, right? You were. Was- <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Taught her everything she knew, baby. I hear that, right? <laughs> so, I got into the pedigree. I heard that from. And uh, they started working. Oh my god. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. That was my heat. That was my ringtone for like years. Oh, I remember, Brandon. From <laughs> I remember vividly. Uh all right. Well, speaking of uh we're going from one royal family in wrestling to another. That's right. Uh, in Cody Rhodes. Wrestling, wrestling does night. have more than one royal, royal family. More than one royal family. Uh, to, to start this off really quick, uh my, one of my buddies, Jake, we're like we're like we're we play music together and stuff. He doesn't watch wrestling, but I've been kind of getting him into it because we're thinking yeah. of names for names for songs, names for stuff all the time. And wrestling moves are the easiest one because no one <laughs> fucking uses them. Yeah. And uh <laughs> so he sends me a pic of Cody Rhodes with his just fucking bicep, and he's like who is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother, do I have uh, a story to tell you? Oh, and like, Let it's so funny because it's just like, it's a picture of his fucking, like, like it's the arm, obviously. And then you focus out, it's just the neck tattoo, perfectly yeah. fucking in view. I saw, I'm like, I saw someone where do I start? It was Boss Moz on Twitter, who's a great follow for wrestling memes. And it was like, this Cody guy is a glutton for self-punishment. And it was a screenshot of him getting whipped by MJF, him getting burned from the table with Andrade, his purple arm, and then a zoom in of his neck tattoo. Like, those four together are awesome. I mean, you got to you gotta hand it to him, man. Like, yeah. holy shit. And and look, here's – so I've, I've known um, – People, someone from my work was talking about um, how he tore his pec when he was in college okay. and he showed me, a pic- I've seen like pictures of a torn pec before, but like never really liked what Cody had um, other than this guy. Cause he told me that like, when that happens, it's legit like a full tear, right? Like there, it's not, it doesn't bruise like that unless it's like a full tear of the pec. Your, your so, girlfriend's ex-husband actually had a pretty nasty bicep tear. Yeah, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, ex-husband. <laughs> I'm not oh, I'm not the stepfather. I'm just the father that stepped up. That's me. right. That's <laughs> we're um, just getting we're getting we're ensuring Jordan's not getting well, hired I'm never by, getting by any by any company that Steph McMahon goes on to. Which is oh every company. God. Every company should respect. Well, we that have team. we have Triple H, uh, we have Triple H and WWE, and then we have all of Triple H's friends in AEW. So I'm, I'm <laughs> it's great. The man, the man's recovering from a heart attack. We're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just? Oh, like, I, I totally understand it. Like I totally respect it. I'm not saying you should have done anything differently. But what a shame that like 
literally two weeks before Cody Rhodes gets back to WWE, Triple H has to retire. What a yeah. story. Oh, man. Oh, it is an brutal. amazing story. Even like, it's like, even if he had, I mean, like, obviously, like, I, I, I wish he was, I wish none of it ever happened. Even if he had like a lesser health care and he was still kind of able to like, be interact as like a promo guy like yeah. be on tv here and there um i am i am like super happy for a guy like that you know who's been business only for most of his life getting getting to go home like oh, yeah. with the family he I deserves it does deserve 100 but i mean but, like with y'all you know, in a perfect world where he'd yeah. be healthy forever i mean we just we'll talk about the match but it's like the the sledgehammer spots like come on dude the the yeah. pedigree exchanges that's, come that's on. a wrestlemania main event right there yeah yeah, yeah. oh 100 oh and i 100%. and i definitely i definitely think cody should win the title at wrestlemania because here's here's what i think is gonna happen here's my fantasy book because obviously i know <laughs> that before he got injured i knew that where this was going i think they're gonna put a title on him um what i think should happen is seth wins money in the bank goes on cashes it in on roman wins at least one of them from roman and then um, goes through the rest of the year as the champion into WrestleMania. Cody comes back at the Rumble, wins the Rumble. They rehash. They have one last match. And Cody, I mean, that's that's going to be a tough ask because that's like four times that Seth has to put Cody over and twice in a row at WrestleMania. Um, but I think like Cody's out for six months. That's that's the yeah. timetable. Like, which it means he's back in time for January, which is perfect. Exactly, which is WrestleMania season. So like I think it works perfectly. Um, I think I Seth, going, Seth Rollins deserves the title anyway. Yeah, I'll be honest. Oh, 100. He has put on like some of the best matches in WWE in like the last 20 years he's been in the last like couple months putting <laughs> like, everybody fucking over too yeah and that's that that and like well well i mean dude like did he, that did he put edge over in the third match of their trilogy yeah i don't i don't i really try not to watch too much of those yeah. stuff but i, I did watch yeah. it yeah. That was, yeah i didn't watch it i don't yeah i i watched uh clips of the 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 bald sean michaels match brutal i'll never do it again i, I don't know why you would even think about it <laughs> it's like it's it's like like wanting to see like a dying relative before they ultimately pass it's like this is not Jesus how i'm gonna remember them but it is yeah sorry 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 we'll go back we'll go back anyway <laughs> This, anyway. is, this is this is why I rib on you for all your Shawn Michaels takes because you legit think of him as like Whoa, your uncle. Brandon, that was a mere <laughs> metaphor to tell the story of what I was encapsulating. Right. He's going back to Rollins for one second. Um, I think you know, I mean, everybody has to put over Roman, but Rollins letting like coming out in the shield gear and then having Roman choke him out to lead up to a Lesnar match was fucking awesome. A lot yeah. of people didn't like the finish. But I'm like, no, I, this guy's the champ. He's been basically un, he's undefucking feated. Yeah. He just choked out the number one contender. He should before a match like that. Yeah. I was a big fan of that. Seth's been putting over fucking everybody since then, pretty much. Um, and he's, he still looks like a million bucks doing it. So, I mean, Seth Rollins is like, gotta be maybe like top five right now. Easy. Yeah. Like it may, you could argue. Top he ain't five. He ain't five. Eight, five. <laughs> sure. um, he ain't five. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I've never been, like, low on Rollins at all. But ever since that injury, I've been, like, it's something, there's something not I just think there. it's, I just think it's this he's brought that back. I think me. it's, I think it's this gimmick yeah. that's kind of doing it for me. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like, I get it. Like, I actually watched a little bit during the pandemic. Like, I saw um, Prophet uh, Rollins, which was cool. Or was that before the pandemic? That was, no, that was during the pandemic. That was during the pandemic. So, like, 
yeah so i i liked that like when he had murphy with them and he had that feud with the mysterios for a second like i watched that because i heard that the reason why i watched for a second it was like eight months dude. okay well <laughs> well the reason why the reason why i watched eye out yeah the reason why i watched eye for an eye match so fucking dumb fucking um i I reason why I watched this because I heard Dom was make was, was was wrestling with Ray and I was like I remember when this kid was Eddie's kid so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch, I'm watch one of the this. one of the one of the tweets I saw during the time was when like, I think Seth was like beating up Dominic and somebody posted like somebody posted a picture of it they're like the wrong guy won that ladder match <laughs> <laughs> oh it's really good stuff. that's still that's still that's Beautiful. still the all-time stipulation the all-time stipulation that is the all-time stipulation in I any hate, match I ever hate, dude if we weren't cowards they would still call him dom guerrero and have him like acknowledge that like Hell oh yeah, they dude. raised him but he's the, the <laughs> son of the legendary eddie like dude keep your continuity what are you doing you imagine, michael, <laughs> imagine michael cole like on the call being like yes tom mysterio part of the legendary vintage guerrero <laughs> Viva Raza, shades of his true blood father, Eddie Guerrero. He hits a, a freaking like frog splash from the top, and he goes, "Oh, just like his daddy." Oh man, oh man, oh, man. that's vintage, vintage Guerrero. Three, but Dom Mysterio falling from the top, dude. I should be calling Dom Mysterio matches. You should, you should man, man. Vince, I know I, 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 we're just kidding about all the Stephanie stuff. <laughs> Dude, sorry, I wasn't me, man. It wasn't, wasn't us. It's it's literally just Brandon. It's just Brandon. He's being a pervert, dude. We're kicking him <laughs> off the podcast. I, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. No one, no one on this pod or on earth has been more horny for Stephanie McMahon than Vince McMahon. Let's be, let's be. <laughs> wow, <laughs> real, dude. That's like that Stephen A. Smith meme. Of like, let's be nice. Let's be yeah. nice. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> wrong. Say it, good lord. Oh, are you? Yeah, no, no. I was gonna say. Speaking of Jordan, do you have a? <clears throat> Woo. Do you have any upcoming events that you want to talk about that you didn't mention at the beginning? Yeah. Kind of cut um, you off a little bit. All right. Let's see. What what day is it now? It's the uh, six coming up. The next big one I have is back at Prestige, which was they were the folks I worked with in Oregon. Uh, yeah. And they're back in Pomona, California, back in the West, back cool. in LA. Again, streaming live on IWTV. A big man event of Lee Moriarty is Kanosuke Takeshita. Let's so, go. Amazing. That's going to be fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And also like Dark Order guys, Evil Uno and um Jesus Christ. Uh Alan, Alan Angels, Alan Fine yep. Angels is on there. Cool. Uh Filthy Tom Waller, Calvin nice. awesome. Tankman, uh, some top indie guys like Green and Richard Holiday, um, some great West Coast like nice. Kid Bandit, Pete Masaro. Wow. And so I stopped stacked from top to cannot, awesome, cannot recommend say that. What's the date on that? That is June 18th. 2022. Okay. So okay. 7 p.m. Pacific time, which means 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but yeah, Lee Tiger style versus Takeshita. Insane. I can't oh, love Takeshita, man. Love me some Takeshita. So good, dude. Yeah. TNT champion. Oh, you will be at one point. You gotta give Scorp. You gotta give Scorpio a little bit of a rain after what he just had to go through for yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all set. I'm all set. I'm all set. I'm all set. Honestly, yeah. no, yeah. no, no slight to him. I'm just, I'm tired of. That that's the entire biggest, group on TV right that, now. That's yeah. the biggest W from uh, from Double or Nothing is that that Sammy and Scorpio feud is long gone. Jesus God. Christ! Yeah. All right, well, uh, on on that note, uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, uh, join us next week where we are joined by the 
Don Tonione. Uh, he will be here to uh, request payment for his many debts that are owed to him. So he'll be here to strike that out. But uh, other than that, guys, thanks for joining and uh, see you next week. Yep. Bye.